Blog Talk Radio. The Potential Woman Radio Show, brought to you by WomenAboutBiz.net, empowering you with tools and resources to start and grow your very own business. Happy Monday to you, Queen. This is Queen Trina Newby, your host and business success coach, broadcasting to you live this beautiful day, and as always, bringing you inspiration motivation, and ways to make your business, your dreams, and your ideas a big success. At this time, I am just wanting to thank everyone for continuing to listen to the show. We are so very, very excited, and I want you to know that that I am going to continue to make sure this year in 2024, that we bring you the very best of information in making things happen with your business, your goals, the things that you're trying to get done. We're going to be there to encourage and to motivate you. We've got a great show lineup in store for you, but before we get started, let's go to God in prayer. Heavenly Father, thank you for allowing us to all wake up this morning and to have another day to accomplish our business dreams and goals. Oh, yes. Bless us, O oh Lord, as we pursue being queens of our empires. Bless us, O oh Lord, as we take action and as we step into the leaders that we were meant to be. Let us not procrastinate on our business dreams and goals, but, Lord, let us stay focused on the tasks that support our goals. Lord, help us to be steadfast, unmovable, and unshakable. We ask for a special blessing over all of those women that might be struggling right now, Lord, with debt feeling alone, isolated, even women right now, Lord, who are sleeping in their cars, they're homeless, and um, Lord, they even have children with them. Lord, we ask for a special, special protective covering over these individuals, Lord. We ask for you to send your troops of angels to all of these women, Lord. I can see them right now, Lord, and I can see, Father, that you are sending your angels out right now as I pray this prayer. Lord, give these women that warmth of the Holy Spirit. Let them know, Father, that they are not alone. Give them that inner peace and strength. And, Father, use us as your resources as well. We thank you for all of the blessings that you're giving us, Lord, and for all of the blessings yet to come. We embrace and we accept them with a gracious Father. Thank you. Thank you for Successful Woman Radio, Lord, and for all of the listeners that support the show, Lord. Continue to be with me as the host of the show, Lord, and as a business coach, Lord. I have such a desire and passion to help those women who are in need and who realize that they cannot do it all alone. Lord, I'm asking you to give me the ready words and recollection of resources that will help someone today. We ask these in Jesus' name, amen. 
Oh, how wonderful it is to pray to God and to thank him and to acknowledge all of the things that he has given us and to acknowledge the day that the Lord has made. Isn't that beautiful? Isn't it wonderful when we can do that? Oh, yes. I am so grateful. I'm grateful for life. I'm grateful to experience the life here on earth. I'm grateful for all of the opportunities that God has given me. And I'm praying that you are grateful as well. One thing that I want you all to remember, and I have a special um, scripture. It's, It's my favorite. And this is something that I hold dear to my heart, and I wanted to quickly share this with you because it just it just popped up in my mind. And I want you to write it down in your notes, Hebrews 12, 11. Hebrews 12, 11. It says, no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it produces a harvest of righteousness and peace for those who have been trained by it. And what that's simply saying is that, you know, as we go about being queens of our empires, as we go about disciplining ourselves and um, eliminating procrastination in our lives and moving forward with with the talent and the potential that God has given us, you need to know that no, it's not always going to be easy. Sometimes it is going to be unpleasant because we are working against the grain of all of those old habits that are negatively impacting us. But what you need to know, as the scripture says, later on, though, it is going to produce a harvest. Remember the concept of the farm and and being able to celebrate the harvest of all of the, the things that you have been able to take from the land? Well, it's the same thing with us in our businesses. You know, if we stay the course, if we keep ourselves disciplined, later on, it's going to produce a harvest of righteousness and peace for all of us who have been trained by it. So we have to stay, though, to remind you of that. That popped up in my mind this morning more than likely because even though I am a coach, I still have my own discovery journey. I still have my own path. And, of course, um, I continuously read scriptures and highlight scriptures that really I believe God has for me that I need to know. And that was one of them. And maybe that scripture will be there for you as well. Again, Hebrews twelve eleven. no discipline seems pleasant at the time, but painful. Later on, however, it is going to produce a harvest of righteousness and peace for those of us who have been trained by it. So let us stay the course for our businesses. Let us stay disciplined for our businesses, which is so very, very important. I am so excited about today's show. Of course, we're going to be talking all about five ways to stay ahead of the game, right? So you start your business and your business is you know it's progressing, but you need to make sure that the momentum keeps going, right? And so again, I'm gonna be providing you later on with those tips to help you keep your business afloat and thriving. Now, if all of you will remember, if you've been listening to the show this month, you'll remember that I mentioned to you 
that normally at the beginning of the year, I start off with five new questions, right, um, that, that we will carry through the rest of the year, questions that you need to be asking yourself as the CEO of your business. But what I made a decision to do, I said, you know, the questions from last year were so vital they were so important. And normally in January, um, as businesswomen, we are really trying to gain our bearings. We're trying to figure out what we need to do to set that foundation. So I thought, I'm going to keep those questions that were asked last year. I'm going to keep them for the full month of January so that all of the listeners have time to, to really reflect on those questions. Now, Check this out. It's not that you won't continue to ask yourself these questions. It just means that starting in February, I will have a, a whole new set of questions that I will be introducing to the, to the audience, and I will be acting with those questions and moving forward with those questions for the rest of the year. Now, if you are a member of Women About Biz, whether you're a free or paying member, all you need to do is just log in to your member portal, and you will, um, from your laptop, you'll scroll down to the bottom where it says podcast and click on resources, and you will automatically see the questions that are being asked from last year. So you can copy and paste them into your own document and save them. Remember, we share so many resources and different things here at Successful Woman Radio. And so an easy way to keep up with the show is just to get you a spiral bound notebook that you use only for the show. That becomes your resource. And then just date each of the shows you're listening to. But one step further, if you want to get the most out of the show, you want to ask yourself uh, and have kind of a reflection of your notes from the show and say, how can I implement what Queen Trina was talking about? How can I implement this information if it's something that interests me and that I feel my business needs it? So again, I wanted to just make sure that I made that short announcement about the five questions of business leadership because a lot of people have been asking, you know, are, do we have new questions for this year? And the answer, of course, is yes, but we'll start in February and for the month of January, I'm treating January kind of like a catch-up month, you know, setting, setting, gaining clarity, setting your vision, setting that foundation. So I wanted to make sure that everyone is doing what they need to do to actually make that happen. So again, I'm going to go ahead and move right into the five questions of business leadership. And as I ask these questions, as I talk about them, what I want you to do is I want you to be asking yourself, have I did this yet? Is this something necessary for my business? Is this key? Okay. So starting with question number one of the five questions of business leadership, have I set my business foundation? Big question, a most important question, right? Because as you know, just like a house must be built on a solid foundation in order for that home to last for decades, years, right? 
Some homes have been built on such solid foundations that they last for hundreds of years. Um, so it's important that you have the right structure, the right foundation up under your business for it to last, but not only for it to last, to set a foundation for your business to actually grow. So in asking yourself this question about have I set my business foundation, there are five core areas within this one question that I want you to consider and really um, reflect on. As Ask yourself uh, these questions. Um, core area one is legal structure and setup, meaning, you know, is it time for me to go ahead and start protecting my personal assets and, and, and really move up a step uh, as an LLC, you know, a limited liability corporation? Uh, is it time for me to get my tax EIN so that I can get that checking account in my business name and I can start uh, having a more professional appearance and even in my own mindset so I am professional to myself, do I need that legal structure and setup? Is it time for me to do that? Core area number two in that same question, number one, is strategy. You know, am I really being the strategist I need to be for my business? What do I want to experience in my business this quarter? What will I do to support my vision and goals for my business? How will I implement the task to support my goals? And who will I delegate to? Because I realize that I am not an island. I am not alone in this. There are plenty of resources out there. That are, there are people for me to meet, individuals that I can um, depend upon to help me get different tasks done within my business. So, therefore, I need to stop trying to do everything myself, okay? So, being a strategist, a strategic planner, it's an important part of setting your business foundation. Core area number three in setting your foundation is asking yourself the question, have I developed a power team outline? Now, in this question, we're really asking you is have you actually sat down in your quiet space and figure out the type of professionals you need to have with uh, at your fingertips to call them if you should need their service. Have you actually sat down and developed that power team outline? Have you identified the professionals that you need to do specific things for you from time to time within your business? You see, here's what I have learned, and this one you can take to the bank. You cannot wait until the last moment to ask, right? You can't wait until the last moment to ask different people, do you know someone who does this or that, when you actually need that service like now, right away. It doesn't work that way. You need to be able to vet professionals who can provide certain services to you. You need to be able to ask them for references. You need to be able to see their work if, if it's something that they're doing. If it's an actual service, again, you need to be able to call those references. So it's not a simple matter of writing down a list of, of, of professionals or types of professionals that can help you with your business. You've got to take it all the way through. You've got to, you've got to find who those individuals are going to be. You've got to vet them. Vetting simply means you are doing your due diligence in discovering if they are the real deal discovering whether or not they can provide that service to you, um, looking at their work and checking their references out. That is so very important, okay? Core area four 
is automated marketing. And you should be asking yourself, am I taking um, use of automation, which is so very, very important. And now we have an added addition to the automated process in today's time, which is AI, right? And so um, AI, automatic intelligence, automated intelligence, you know, it is something that is really, really popping up a whole lot. If you haven't heard of it, it's coming up more and more. Um, Chat GPT seems to be the most popular form of AI um, that a lot of people are using it probably because they've done the most research on the process and they are pioneering a lot of information, right? And so already with um, in, in artificial intelligence, they, they, some people say artificial intelligence, automated intelligence, they have already gone to the next level with it, okay? They're already doing a whole lot. You are already experiencing it, and in many ways, you may not even be knowing it, right? So it's important for you to really, as the CEO of your business, to understand how business automation can help your business to grow, how it can um, cut down on the amount of time um, that you're taking to do certain tasks within your business. So you need to be checking that out. And then, of course, the last core area in question one, core area five, is am I prepared to receive the money? And what am I talking about when that question is being asked of you? Well, there are four areas that you need to be concerned about in receiving money. And the reason being is that it doesn't make any sense to plan your business, to have it all correct as far as you're, being, you're, you're generating leads, people are asking you about your services, your products, but you don't have it together on the money end. You don't, you're not able to receive any payments, right? And so uh, the wrong thing to do is to say, can you cash out me or can you Venmo me um, your payment? Now, while, yes, that is possible for somebody to cash out you money or for, for them to send you a Venmo, it's not necessarily the most professional way to do things, right? Um, because, you, you know, whether you know it or not, those two um, different payment platforms are now being tracked heavily by the IRS. And so, you know, for those of you who say, well, this person can just pay me cash through here, you've got to go back and, and track that because those two agencies, Cash App and Venmo, are reporting everything that you're getting to the IRS. And so you need to take note of that. So, what does it mean then to really be prepared to receive payments coming into your business? Well, number one, you need a business checking account, hands down, okay? And, you know, you don't need to co-mingle your money with your personal checking account, okay? And then number two, you need a good bookkeeping system. And even if you just set up a Google spreadsheet or an Excel spreadsheet for your bookkeeping, money's coming in, money's leaving out. Even if you have to do that, um, at the minimum, you are at least keeping up with what's coming in and going out of your business, right, as far as money is concerned. And then the third thing that's important is you definitely need a merchant account. And I always tell people, you know, um, the top three, I have all three of these, and I have, you know, I used all of them, PayPal. Okay, I use PayPal, I use Square, and I use Stripe, 
okay? All three of those allow you to embed those payment links into your website. They also allow you to, as well, um, they allow you to keep up with, with all of the monies coming in, and you can print reports so it's easy to keep up with your money in and money out. And so, again, I encourage you to take a look at those three for merchant accounts. And then number four is becoming the queen of your own cash flow, right? And, again, that's knowing how to do a real-time cash flow. Again, you can use it as a bookkeeping system until you are ready to maybe go move up to like QuickBooks or CashBooks or some other uh, bookkeeping software. But, you know, you can do a cash flow spreadsheet and utilize it as your bookkeeping system. Again, it's not a difficult thing to do. Um, but then a cash flow is so much more because you can do a projected cash flow, meaning you can use a cash flow to determine what not you should actually, you know, bring on a new product or a new service or you have a new project coming up and you're trying to figure out how many clients you're going to need. The cash flow helps you to do all of that and more. So we must be prepared to receive the money in every way. And so there you have it for question one. Those are the five core areas in helping you to set up your business foundation. Now we're moving right into question number two. What are my top three business goals just for this month, right? So as we are moving out of January and heading into February, this is the time now that you should be thinking about the three goals that you're identifying for the month of February that you want to really accomplish. Now, let me just say this, and this is something that I'm working on myself, but my goal is to work one quarter ahead. Now, what I have done is that I've identified uh, multiple goals that I want to accomplish that need to support my visions with an S for this year. But then, of course, I need to prioritize those goals and decide what, what experience is it that I'm wanting to have for first quarter and so on, right? And so what I'm realizing is that not only do we need to set our goals for every month, but we really need to be extremely proactive, meaning we need to do things ahead of time. And so I'm working very diligently that I am, whatever goals I have for the quarter that I'm working a month ahead of time. So for example, um, you want to get yourself to the point that in February, you're working on March's goals, and in March, you're working on April's goals, okay? You're working a month ahead of time so that you're not having the stress, you're not feeling as overwhelmed because you've already um, identified and put things in place for, the, for all of the actions and tasks that need to be occurring for the month of February. Those were done this month in January. So you want to get to the point to where you're doing a month ahead. So how do you begin to do that? Well, you know, it, you need to, first of all, you need to join the goal setting program at Women About Biz. Um, if you haven't, you know, joined as a free or paying member, you need to. Because, why? Because we have, I feel, one of the best goal-setting programs out there. And then we customize and tailor it for women. Because as women, we do think differently. We do function um, differently. We are 
pros at multitasking because of our natural instinct. We are mothers. Whether we've had children or not, we have a natural instinct to mother. And so that that brings in a whole different element of how we have to function and what we have to address when we are dealing with our goals because we have to prevent ourselves from multitasking and trying to do so many things that we actually don't get anything done in business. And so um, we talk about these things in in the goal setting um, channel in the Women About Biz member portal. So if you haven't already, this is something you need to be part of, okay? So question two is, what are my top three business goals for this month? And you need to address those, okay? And then number three is, do I have my power team in place? Now, if you'll remember, in um, the core areas of setting your foundation, you know, putting your power team outline and developing it is core area three in question one of setting your foundation. But now this is a little bit different because we're asking you, have you actually put it together, created your outline, vetted your professionals so that you know who they are? Now, have you put that power team in place, meaning have you talked to those professionals? Do you know what their prices are? Um, do they know who you are and what you do so that when you need them, They know exactly who you are and can start working on your behalf. Here's question number four. Am I being consistent with marketing and communication? Again, you know, relating back to core, uh, the core areas in, in the first question, you'll remember we asked, how, you know, the question is, have I automated my uh, business marketing? Well, here's the thing. What we have discovered is that automating your marketing in many ways helps you to stay consistent, right? And it's the consistency that is so key. People don't react when you want them to react, right? People react when they need to react, when when they have something of necessity and they don't have the resource themselves, they're going to be looking for it. Therefore, you have to stay consistent in their minds. You have to stay in their memory. And the only way we can do that, right, is that when people opt into our list and say, yes, I like the services you provide or I like this product, They may not be ready to purchase anything at the time, but because of consistent marketing, because you're constantly bringing something in front of them, and even from time to time you're giving them something for free of value, they're going to remember who you are. And that's what the consistency is all about. Moving on to the last question in the five questions of business leadership is, on a scale of one to ten, What's your belief level? Again, on a scale of 1 to 10, what's your belief level? You know, we talk about this question all the time at Women About Biz. Uh, I have ingrained it in a lot of my training materials. I talk about it in our clarity and focus challenge that's going on. I talk about it in our goal setting. It's that important, right? Your belief level is tied directly to your actions. And, and of course, if you're taking action, you should see goals being accomplished. You should see your to-do items being checked off as complete. This gives you evidence that you are believing in what it is that you're trying to get done. You're believing in your abilities to get it done, which is so important. And make no mistake about it. 
if there are things that you look back on and you say, why didn't I ever write that book? Or why didn't I ever start that podcast? Or why didn't I ever do this or that? And you're trying to figure out, well, it did. I was passionate about it or I thought I was. What is the problem here? You know, here's the thing. Belief has a lot to do with whatever you did not accomplish, okay? Even if your answer was I procrastinated or there were, I had too many activities going on, I can tell you right now that belief has a lot to do with the reason why we don't pursue our dreams and our goals and go after what it is that we don't, um, you know, purpose to do those things that are priority to us or we say they are priority. And so I'm telling you, Queens, you guys have got to really start looking into this belief thing, right? You've got to start understanding why belief is so important and why it's important for you to be putting yourself in check about it. Nobody has to judge you uh, here on this earth. You know, all you have to do is put your own self in check and ask yourself, if I say I want this and this is, is not done or it's been 90 days or it's been six months or it's been a year or it's been five years and I haven't did this yet, I've got a problem, right? Right? I've got a problem and I've got to figure out what needs to happen in order for me to take action on this. And, you know, this is something that I mentioned in our Clarity and Focus Challenge. Sometimes, sometimes, um, just like most experts will tell someone who has a beautiful voice, you know, if you don't use your voice, you're going to lose it. You know, and I used to say, how how is that possible? But I used to sing in talent shows and I used to be in contests and um, all throughout college, I did very well. And people used to say, you should be a professional singer. And that wasn't really my thing. It, it wasn't. I had, I had a beautiful voice. I inherited that from my mom. And I loved singing in church and I've been in choirs and that kind of thing. But now that I've gotten older, you know what I noticed? is that as I began to, you know, like you're listening to the radio or you're singing in the shower, I noticed that my voice is weak and that my throat is changing and it's different. And I and it, it brings to mind that, aha, you know, the experts are right. If you don't use it, you can lose it. And it's the same thing in business. You can have a vision you can have a dream or a goal. You can, you can have these things, um, but you can actually lose your desire to have it. You could be saying that you want to write a book about a certain thing for so long that God says, I'm, you know what, I'm going to just remove the desire from you to do this because apparently it's not what you want. I'm telling you this to be true. And so when when we have the vision to do something, when we want to experience a particular thing, we have to really take action on it right away. And that is what unshakable faith is all about. Unshakable faith has to do with the fact that your desire is so strong the vision of seeing what you want is so strong that it compels you to take swift and immediate action on your dreams, on your goal, on, on that vision, on what it is that you see for yourself, and, and nothing will stop you, right? 
it's like I, I've got to move with this. I've got to take action on it. And am I saying that if if something isn't getting done that you're passionate about, that you're not being real with it, um, there's something wrong with your belief on that? Uh, yes, I am. Yes, I am. And I'm I'm reflecting it back to my own self because I have to reflect on myself as well, right? You know, I like to keep it transparent and I like to share my own experiences with you because that is, that's what I've learned from and that's what I know in my own self to be true. And I know that many other women can relate with that. And so that's why I'm always saying as a business coach, as a life coach, I'm always saying that you will learn more from my failures than you learn from my success, right? Because within my failures are blueprints to success. That's what I have learned along the years, and it has paid off so wonderfully well, you know. And so, again, I want to remind you of that. It's 1234 after the hour. You are listening to no other than the Successful Woman radio show. Uh, Make sure you mark your calendar. Uh, Ladies, sometimes we have people sending in some silly texts like, I've been listening to your show for over a year now, and why is it that I get announcements at the last moment that the show is getting ready to start? Can I can I get that announcement a little bit earlier? So what I want to do is I want to say this. We send the announcements usually 30 minutes before the show start because that is what we have found to be the most effective for individuals who are longtime listeners and just want to nudge. They want a reminder. But what we always say is, sis, please just open up your Google Calendar or your Microsoft Outlook Calendar um, and make sure that you have added it as a recurring event in your calendar. You don't even have to do anything after you do that. Just say, yes, it occurs every Monday at 12 noon. And that is going to remind you to dial into the show. You can even put the dial-in number there, dial into Successful Woman Radio. Um, And so I say this is because the responsibility to dial into the show and to remember that the show is happening is both of ours. It's our responsibility to let you know about the show and what's going on and your responsibility if it's something that you like and feel with can help you to make sure that you mark it as a recurring, repeated task in your calendar. Now, I know this works because we have Cheryl up in New Jersey who's been listening to the show for over 12 years, and she uses a paper planner, and she tells me that as she sets her planner for the next, for each next month, she just goes in and marks as WR for Successful Woman Radio in the 12 o'clock and she crosses out the hour. And I appreciate that of her. I respect that. And I'm so honored that she has been doing that for 12 years, right? So those of us who use, you know, electronic calendars, we have it easier than Cheryl in New Jersey has it. You, You know, we can just go one time, mark SWR for Successful Woman Radio, 12 to 1, and then set it as a recurring task every Monday. And it will just keep reminding you. You can even have it to give you notifications at certain times. You can have a one-hour notification, 30-minute, and a 10-minute notification, right? And then, of course, when you're not able to listen to the show, you can listen to the previous broadcast simply um, by going to the member portal 
and you can click on podcasts and listen to multiple successful woman radio shows that have previously broadcasted, okay? So I just want you guys to know that because we always get someone asking that question, um, and it's really about responsibility, right? It's really about if you got a good resource, a good thing going, and you're getting a lot out of it, then it's important for for you to mark your calendar and make sure those things are being taken care of, right? Absolutely. We're going to go ahead and move on right now. And again, thank you to all of those of you who are new listeners to the show. So happy that you are here. And of course, our show at Successful Woman Radio is all about helping you to get those resources that you can put to use right away in your business. We're going to move on into preparing your mind for greatness and talk a little bit about why that is so key, why that's so important. Preparing your mind for greatness really is a repetitive, meaning it's something that should be done daily or as often through the day as you need to. It's a repetitive action that you take to strengthen yourself and strengthen your own personal power. That's what preparing your mind for greatness is all about. And so the process goes like this. Every morning before your feet hit the floor, just set up in the bed, take a few deep breaths, maybe have a bottle of water or some water on the on your nightstand, uh, clear, clear your throat, clear your system, drink some water, you know, take some deep breaths, right? Get Get that blood flowing. And then immediately go to God in prayer, thanking God for allowing you to wake up, thanking God for the day and the beautiful day that you know you're going to have and that he is going to give you, right? So very, very important. The next thing you do after that prayer, you can either go into a short meditation if you need to, right? Meditating on, you know, how you want your day to be, maybe visioning things that you want to happen in the day, or, or just clearing your, just keeping your mind clear, right? Um, enjoying the space of silence. And then you can go into repeating, the third thing, go into repeating, customize an affirmation that is relevant for you at this time. It's, it's an affirmation that you have actually created for yourself. Why? Because nobody knows you more than you. These three things together helps to embed positivity and support self-support into your subconscious mind. They help you to constantly stack positive habits. And when you're doing it every single day, you are habit stacking. You are stacking positive habits into your, your subconscious system. Therefore, it helps you in the conscious system to do and take action on things more immediately for yourself. Very, very important. And you can do this preparing your mind for greatness exercise. You can do it as often as you need to practice it in order for you to get things done, in order for you to guard your yourself, in order for you to have words of positivity flowing through your subconscious mind, your, your mindset system. So very, very important, okay? And praying to God, doing that first, it just shows God and it acknowledges him and it thanks him for allowing you to be here on this earth and to have those talents and the potentials that are within you. It lets them know you're not taking it for granted. 
None of us should take this life for granted. So important. So as we look at preparing your mind for greatness, I want to leave you again with Philippians 4, 6 through 8, right? Do not be anxious about anything, says the Lord, but in everything by prayer and supplication with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. He says, finally, brothers, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is just, Whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is commendable, if there is any excellence, if there's anything worthy of praise, think about these things, right? And I love the part that says in the peace of God, which surpasses all understanding, is going to guard our hearts and our minds through Christ Jesus. I love that. We need to know that God has our backs and that he wants great things for us, right? So don't wait to be validated by anyone. God has already given you the authority. He has already validated you. Guess what? You, queen, just need to believe. You need to believe that God wants the best for you, that he wants you to live a life and have it more abundantly, and that you have the ability to do great things in your life. Yes, you do. I want to move right on into announcements and again thank all of you who are listening to the show. Um, for those of you who are in the Clarity and Focus Challenge, first of all, I want to say thank you to all of you queens who have committed and you're actually uh, working through the worksheets and you're making some things happen. I recently just learned this morning um, out of a technical glitch, I think, with our software, our, mem- our member portal software, somehow um, a few days of week three did not get uploaded, or they're uploaded, but they're just not showing on the front side for you to print off the worksheets for week three. But nobody brought this to our attention, and that made me know that many people might still be working on week two's uh, worksheets. But I wanted to bring it to mind to let you know that the worksheets are being um, taken down and reloaded because something's going on with that week two, that week three, um, week three's worksheet. So again, um, letting you all know that. Stay tuned. I will notify you through um, our Clarity and Focus group in the member portal. Okay, uh, but again, the Clarity and Focus challenge is absolutely awesome. I have been working through it all over again myself. I, I am the facilitator and leader of the of the program, but it has been wonderful working with everyone, and many people have been sharing with me their aha moments and what they have learned. Um, the one thing I do want to say about clarity and focus that we have recognized and we realized is that is is that. Uh, keep gaining clarity is not something that when you once you gain it, you have it, and you never have to do it again. No, you can lose. Uh, you can lose clarity on something that you're working on, right? And, you know, so that tells me that clarity is something that also you have to work on 
on a frequent basis, right? You always have to keep yourself clear. You always have to work hard on focusing and staying focused on the things that are important, which is key, right? Very, very key. And so just because the Clarity and Focus Challenge ends on the 3rd of February, it doesn't mean that it stops for you. It just means that that's that 28-day program has ended, but you should continue to work on maintaining clarity and focus. And what we did in the program is giving you a system to follow, and you should really follow that. You know, go back over those worksheets. Keep working at those worksheets until you have finished them, and then implement what you have learned from the worksheets and infuse it in your life and in your business, which is so very, very important. So again, I want to thank everyone for that. We will be rebooting the Clarity and Focus Challenge. So it may be something that we do every at the top of each quarter. Stay tuned for that. But I just wanted to give a big shout out and a big thank you uh, to all of the queens who are taking um, the program and who committed to the program itself. So starting in February, we go right back to uh, Open Office. And for those of you who are not familiar with Open Office, it is a part of our goal setting program, right? So at the top of each month, we put the goal setting workbook um, in the goals uh, folder in the library of our member portal. And so each month, at the top of each month, you'll have a new goals planner. And um, I always write an introduction and stay very relevant to that. The month, the time of the year, I take into consideration the season that we're in, and I try my very best to give you some really good notes of things you need to be thinking about for that month as you work on your goals. Then you set your three goals and you use the worksheets, the journal system in our goals planner um, to really help you to stay more focused, more organized, more structured, okay? And so if you have not joined our goals program and, and you're a member in the, you know, you have access to the member portal, you need to go ahead and just go ahead and join the goals program. And we announce when the planner is available, you can download it and you can participate. So starting in February, we start back uh, with our open office and our open office is going to be every other week. Now, if we get good response and we see that members are actually loving the open office and we have enough people, then we'll start doing it every week. But for right now, we're going to be doing open office twice per month, right? But open office is all about on a live call, usually through uh, Google Meet, we meet on a Monday and we actually look at um, uh, projects that we have identified to tasks that will help us to get things done for our goals. And we're going to choose the task that we're going to work on in open office. I'm available to you via phone if you need a resource or if you have some challenges you want to discuss under five minutes, then I am there um, to provide that assistance to you. But everybody working on their project, it, it's, it's like in your mind, you know that you're working together with other people who have similar, um, 
similar desires to finish a project, to get it completed. And so open office is very effective. Of course, it's, it's, it's most effective when you work it, right? And so definitely you become a part of the program. Uh, check it out. You know, start, start downloading the goals planner and seeing how it can help you as you plan out your business every single month. So if you haven't already done it as well, make sure you check out the latest how-to articles in our Knowledge Center. Uh, We've got various areas within our Knowledge Center that really are very helpful for all members, uh, just to let you know. So if you are a Silver member, You know, we've got business marketing, business productivity, business networking, business finances. Um, For those of you who are in the startup, we've got so many things available for you. So, again, uh, it pays to stay connected to Women About Biz. If you have not joined, here's the easy way to join. Just go to womenaboutbiz.net. Again, womenaboutbiz.net and click on join today and just follow the prompt. You'll see what the benefits are to becoming a silver member and um, you'll you'll get the opportunity to um, see all of the different things we have in store for our silver membership right there on the page on our website. So definitely make sure that you take a look at that. And again, for all of you who are members already, we love you. We are so excited about all of the things that we're going to do together this year to help you start or grow your business or get that new project going that you have been thinking about. We're going to go ahead and move right into our hot topic for the day, five ways to stay ahead of the game. Again, Five ways to stay ahead of the game. Now, it's no secret that all the hard work we do doesn't stop after our business has has started to grow. We're generating some income, right? Of course, starting a small business, it, it really is a very exhilarating journey. But the true test of entrepreneurial success lies in the ability for us to navigate challenges and ensure that our business is going to last for the long term. Now, once our initial startup phase is over, whether it's a project, whether it's an event, whether it's a new business that we have started, it's crucial to implement strategies that will help you to keep your business afloat, to help it thrive in a competitive market. So what I want to do is give you five essential tips to sustain and grow your business beyond the early stages of your business, right? So let's start with tip number one. I call it adaptability and innovation. You know, one of the key elements for small businesses to thrive is the ability to change, right? You've got to adapt to changing market trends and innovate continuously. What that means is that you really have to be in your CEO mode. If you haven't already, you should be having at least one day a week that is just CEO planning time with a minimum of four hours, 
right? Because you do have to look at various things. You have to decide on what your CEO day is going to look like. So stay informed about your industry developments, consumer preferences, right? Um, emerging technologies, like everybody's wanting to learn more about AI and, and how that can um, work for their business. You know, reassess your products or your services to ensure that they remain relevant. Encourage a culture of innovation within your power team of people, seeking input and ideas from everybody that assists you with your business. Staying adaptable, staying in a mode of change and being innovative, coming up with new and fresh ideas for your business, it really can help you to shift your business and maintain a competitive edge. Now, here's number two. It's important for you to know that you've got to become customer-centric. That's very important. Listen, your customers are the lifeblood of your business. So building strong relationships with them, it not only ensures repeat business, but it also generates a positive word-of-mouth referrals. And I know this to be all too true. I think I tell everybody that as I'm talking with them about marketing is that, while I have seen some online um, benefits in marketing and letting people know who I am, hands down, it has been word of mouth referrals. We continue every single week to get referrals from people who were told about Women About Biz from somebody else who used us years ago, but they keep remembering us, right? And so we are so blessed because we keep having a stream of word of mouth referrals, and that's what you want. And I think one of the key things that we all have to improve on is that we have to implement customer loyalty programs, personalized marketing strategies, right, and excellent customer service to make sure that we foster a sense of loyalty with people that connect with us. This has a lot to also do with that consistent marketing, staying in front of your market. A satisfied customer is more likely to become a repeat customer and advocate for your business, helping to attract new clients. This is so very, very true. And so this is why your business must become customer-centric, right? And so I want you to think about something. I want to do a quick exercise with you. Think about all of the people that you have connected with over the years as it pertains to what you do within your business. And ask yourself, have you stayed in touch with those people on a consistent level? Right, and if your answer is not really, I haven't, I don't have a way to, I, that I have designed a system that I have created to stay in touch with all of those people. Well, the first thing you've got to do is number one, make sure that their emails are valid, right? And then number two, you've got to start sending out individual emails to those individuals, letting them know and reminding them again who you are. We've got, you know, these are the services, and we're excited to to reconnect with you and let you know that we'd love for you to opt in to our valuable newsletter that comes every week. I mean, you've got to figure it out. You've got to create a system to get back in front of people who have either used your service or connected with you, but because you haven't been consistent in your marketing or communication, hmm, some things have fallen by the wayside. So you've got to take care of that. Here's number three. 
financial management and diversification. This is huge, right? Listen, effective financial management in your business is critical for long-term. So you've got to keep a close eye on your cash flow. Remember, one of the things I recommend is that you have to become queen of your cash flow. You've got to manage and get control of the monies coming in and out of your business, right? You've got to monitor expenses and budget yourself wisely. So it's important for you to diversify your revenue streams to, um, I think, to reduce dependence on a single source of revenue. This is why it's so important that, you know, don't get yourself caught up if you have one big client who's supplying you with, um, with great income, but you don't have other clients to do the same because if that one big client pulls out, you no longer have that revenue stream. So you've got to deduce that revenue, I'm sorry, diversify that revenue stream in order to reduce yourself depending on that one. And I can tell you that that has happened to me a couple of times, learned my lesson in a mighty way. So you know, diversifying your revenue stream could involve introducing new products or services, targeting different customer segments, or also bringing on uh, an experienced executive assistant or virtual assistant that can actually take over and handle your client for you while you're moving on to find new clients, right? A financial safety net allows your business to weather economic downturns and unexpected challenges and provides a foundation for sustained growth. Very important. Here's number four, invest in marketing and branding. Now, this is very important to me because in this day and time, there's so much competition going on, but yet, you know, even though it's a lot of competition, multiple industries, it doesn't mean that you are to just give up and not market. Nope. And it doesn't mean that you're not to invest in your marketing, right? So as your business matures, investing in your marketing and branding becomes even more crucial. So you've got to develop a marketing strategy that includes both online and offline channels, right? You've got to learn how to leverage that social media platform. You've got to really understand content search engine optimization, right? Because consistent branding across the channel, it helps you build your brand and helps you to establish connection with others with whom you're going to build familiar trust. Last but not least is development and engagement. Your team is an integral part of your business success. What team is that? Your power team. Invest in highly skilled and efficient hired contractors. This is so important. You've got to engage and satisfy uh, your customers, and you have to be able to do things and get things done without you always being included in the action. So this is why it's important for you to really find really good help. You have really got a our team of people that's going to help you and to to help you stay consistent in your business, right? And so in doing this, this is why you've got to have a position description for everything, even if they're never going to work for you full-time or part-time. They're just basically contractors that are going to help you when you need the help, right? 
Even so, you still have to have a position description, expectations, you have to set deadlines and milestones, and you always have to set up an accountability system with that individual to hold them accountable. There's no such thing as not doing that because not doing these things in hiring someone or bringing somebody on as a contractor, it means that you're you're advocating, which is something you never, ever want to do. That means you relinquish and release control and you allow them to decide. You allow them to become the boss over you. That doesn't make sense, right? Mm-mm. So you have got to do it correctly. You've got to really develop your team. You've got to engage your team. And you've got to make sure that you did your due diligence by creating positions descriptions, by creating a write-up of what your expectations are, what the rules are in doing business with you. So very, very important. So we've come to the end of the show, and I certainly hope that you've enjoyed our hot topic of the day, five ways to stay ahead of the game. Make sure, you know, that you, if necessary, re-listen to this broadcast, take good notes, and ask yourself, how can I implement what Queen Trina has shared with me today? How can I implement this in my business? I want you to have a beautiful week. I want you to remember to prepare your mind for greatness. Remember that God is there with peace and understanding, right? He wants you to live your life uh, in an abundant manner, right? He wants you to be that living testimony. And so you can do all of these things. Why? Because God doesn't make mistakes. He meant for you to be great. Now embrace your greatness, tap into your personal power, make sure you prepare your mind for greatness and have a fantastic week. Take care, everybody.